Oh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. we're back with uh, another edition of Honky G's Basement Jamboree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want something I can set it off with. Yeah, all like, the way off. Like Queen Latifah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, we're back on the, uh, the, the radio tip once again. Uh... My name is John Reedy. I'm here with uh, my my panel, James Sharp. How's it going? Aaron McCoolidge. Hello. And our stellar engineer, Peter Provost. Our other uh, other uh, crony, Chris Snyder, couldn't be here tonight. He's doing a favor for a friend, and uh, we'll miss his uh, sports input as usual. Um, what do you what do you say we get right into it? Let's let's hit it. Okay. And speaking of sports, I've got a sports related topic. To start with, and I'm sure you all are familiar with this, but in case you're not, I will tell you. Uh, on I-25, over by like uh, where uh, Paris and the Platte is. Uh huh. Yeah, the REI Sports Store. On the I, other I side, know that area of town very well. Now, now you know what I'm talking about. Painted on the side of the building for oh, years yeah. and years and years was Get John some. Elway. No. Oh yeah, John Elway. Dante Bichette. Um, well, no, it was uh, it was Dikembe Mutombo. Later changed Lafonso Wallace, and then I believe Andres Galarraga was on there. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, a couple of those guys don't even play here anymore. But yeah. Elway was up there, right? Elway, yeah. uh, statewide hero, national hero, if you will. They painted it over. Have you seen this? They painted over John Elway. They painted over the whole side of the building with a bad, like Kenny G jazz painting. Like, yeah. dude, it looks like it looks like Kenny G threw up while it was. What's the, what's the sports What's the sports um, uh, painter guy that did the Olympics? Did the Burger King glasses years ago? You know that that guy? <laughs> it's in that same style. Yeah, it's kind of like splatter paint. Yeah, and it's awful. And like you can see it from the highway. It's kind of like the gay white explosion. It's <laughs> the gay white explosion. It's, it's really terrible. And they painted it over. Okay, that thing has been up there forever. Yeah, like, it's been there for a long. You know, time. I don't remember how when they put it up. I mean, it's been. Over probably over ten years, I don't know, ten years maybe. Yeah. But um, Elway painted over. I thought that was atrocious. Oh, El. Well, painted over for uh, a bad jazz painting though. Well, Elway himself like had some involvement. <laughs> in it. Okay, that's what <laughs> I, I thought you were saying. Like, no, it's it's he couldn't it's, stand it. Anymore. I think there's a is there a jazz thing back there? Yeah, Vartan jazz is that or what something it is? like that. Yeah, it's there's something back there that's a jazz thing, and they painted over. Really? Yeah, but. I don't well, know. you know, the times are changing. Yeah, the times they are changing. You can't really. You know what? I, you know? I just I just took a little walk over there because I work in that neighborhood, and I just took a little walk over there the other day, about uh, probably two weeks ago or so. Uh huh. And the whole ground in front of the place is just littered with syringes. Sweet. So <laughs> even though there's that horrible painting up there, people are still getting down over there. That's, that's what's good about. That's it. That's good. At least at least they're getting down to the to the jazz. They're they're shooting up just yeah. like uh, Charlie Parker. Used well, to unfortunately, I'm sure it's not the uh, the patrons of that that bar. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. Just. You know, I think in the, I in know the, there might be a little crossover. In the yeah, there might be the, in the grand tradition of uh, heroin, heroin-addled uh, jazz uh, greats. <laughs> it's only fitting, but I thought that just sucked. I thought that was a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of like the Kidam thing getting painted over by a big bug. You know, everything changes. Oh, over on that thing. Yeah, over yeah. on the other side. I thought Terrell Davis was up on there. Yeah, he was, and now it's like the big bugs oh, at the great. zoo or the butterfly pavilion or something like that. Um, another football thing, while we're on the topic of something football, what do you guys think about Dennis Miller being appointed to the Monday Night Football? Uh, Dennis Miller's going to be calling sports now? Yes, on Monday, Monday Night Football. Oh, my God. You know what? There was a guy Ooh. in Arizona who was a local uh, 
He was like a local affiliates news guy, and he totally pulled the like Dennis Miller stick. Oh, it's terrible! Like when he was doing, it, was like, oh, and he got that ball, cha cha. It was like <laughs> it was like straight out of the fucking Dennis Miller book. Dennis Miller is the worst. He's not funny really? at all. That's too funny. And like, he just does the thing where like he does the thing where he'll like was he he'll do- say a joke and then he'll kind of wait and go and uh <laughs> and then everyone to let yeah. everyone catch up. Oh, I hate him so much. Yeah, he's he, terrible. I, like I don't, I don't like. He's gonna have to dumb anyway. it down for the uh, for the sports. No, people. he won't. People love the the knuckleheads in America. Love Dennis Miller. They think he's hilarious when he pulls some obscure word as a punchline. Oh yeah, and then people then they don't understand it. They'll think it's great. So I don't see how he's gonna. <laughs> I don't see how he's gonna fit in. It's gonna be awful. I already hated Monday Night Football as it is. So they must a, be paying him a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure he's getting well, paid a lot. Yeah, but I mean, he failed so miserably miserably with his own show. Why, why are they willing to sink money into an already successful television show? Uh, it just seems like a big risk to me. It's not Dan Fouts is going to go either way, that's, and everybody loves Al Michaels. It's not a successful television show. That's the thing. They've had ratings problems for like the last couple of years, and they've been like really struggling. So that's why they've revamped it like this, and they think bringing in Dennis Miller will will help them out. Huh. But I just can't. I can't stand him. I can't stand to listen to Watch him. Watch him. He'll do like uh, this week in sports, and I'll have crazy photos and, oh, and yeah. like kind of caption them for the audience. You know. Oh, he's terrible. And, you know, Rush Limbaugh was also up for the job. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah, now, I would, you know, as much as I hate Rush Limbaugh, he'd probably actually be a lot better than Dennis Yeah, Miller. I think he could be, I think he could, you know, I'm sure he'd be throwing some politics and some crap down there, but it, I think he could go a, you know, a more straight and narrow path. Whereas Dennis Miller, you know we're going to hear his ridiculous political banter oh, yeah. and his jokes. It's not going to be any fun to listen to. He's going to be pulling a stick the whole time and it's just going to be the lane. And I already swore off watching Monday Night Football this year, <laughs> but you know what? Guess who plays the first night of Monday Night Football? Broncos. Broncos and the Rams. Oh, really? Yep. So, well, maybe you'll just so have listen, to watch no, it no, no, time. listen, listen. So we're not only going to have to listen to Dennis Miller, we're going to have to see Kurt Warner's ugly wife the whole game. Uh, you got to listen to Dennis Miller and yeah. you get to see his ugly wife. She's up there with the poodles off. like uh, like uh, uh, what's his face? His wife, trophy wife, the blonde. Um, Annabelle Bolin. Oh, yeah. Annabelle Bolin. Oh, oh Bolin, dude. Terrible. It's like Annabelle. A, it reminds me like of the King head. Diamond song, Annabelle. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 Looks like her head head will pop off if you like if you like uh, you know bumped into her. Uh, yeah. She's, She's terrible. Anyway, my <laughs> motto for uh, for uh, Monday Night Football this year is Miller Time sucks. <laughs> is basically what it's going to be. Miller Time sucks. Well, I, I had to see what you guys thought, and oddly enough, you agree with me. You know, whoops. Uh, and I here's here's one that's more like a um, uh, this is more of a, a current event, a more science current event. Since we have to, you know, we should be more uh, we should be more open to the the, the sciences. Uh, as well as the television arts, right? You're not yeah. talking about water on Mars, are you? I'm not talking about water on Mars, although that's a good one. I agree. I, I like I like the fact that there's that's water. That's going to destroy Mars. all religion. Oh, I hope so, man. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but this actually has to do with a little bit of that too. It's the mapping of the human gene that just happened the other day. Well, that they just they just announced it. Oh, day. I don't know about this. Give me a little. Uh... They they finally got a rough draft of what the human actual like uh, genetic. What it is to be a human, like they've they've now mapped it out, a rough draft of it. Getting a job, buying a couch, watching TV. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they could they could pretty much uh, judge, you know, what type of uh, what type of couch you'll have, what type of primetime television you'll watch. Yeah. By the uh, by the by the genetic. It's predetermined. How no, no, many no, no. fucking Big Macs you'll eat ahead of this life? They yep. they'll be able. To, they we have the technology now to uh, predetermine that right now. Mm-hmm. And you how fast you'll die from it. <laughs> no, no, what it is is now they think that in like the next 50 years, they can like 
get a copy of like whatever any cell you can get any cell from your body you can get a copy of your genetic structure right so they can tell right away like if you're going to be more predisposed to cancer uh, predisposed to whatever diseases and they can correct it and possibly the guy said in the thing he said we're going to eliminate cancer in the next 20 years or something like that that would be impressive i'd it, like to see it okay happen, it'd be but. very impressive but here's the catch here's what i'm asking you the panel uh -huh. of our of our honky g's basement jamboree i ask you if they can now eliminate cancer in 20 years and eliminate all other forms of uh disease and dying and death and sorrow what are they going to do with all these people if they're not willing to uh, uh, have any sort of population control. James? Um, they're going to send us off to other planets, much <laughs> like the uh, movie Titan AE. Now that sounds like, a, isn't, that, isn't that like a Mormon thing, James, with the, with the planets flying off different planets? Um, there's, a, there's some Mormon planetary kind of crossover thing. Well, uh, we, Mormons we, believe that God lives on a planet called Kolob. Kolob? Kolob. Now where does that name come from? I don't know. <sighs> Kolob, what's that I think it's backwards? probably like some ancient name or something like that. Is I that don't know. Ancient? But that's, yeah, but the Norm Mormons didn't come around until the mid-1800s. <laughs> you know what? Um, Dude, it, I, I wish that's what I'm talking about being a Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. it up, James. Give it up. I don't know, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to get you in a Mormon debate. I just, I just, I thought it sounded when you start talking about flying away to other planets, you know. No, yeah, but I, uh, I, you know what? I, I'd be in line to do that. Hell, I mean, what, if, if another planet. Well, sure. if to the, if to the, if to the point where, th no, if they are able to eliminate disease and stuff like that, and then finally gets to the Earth is like at capacity, well, you know, and they do need to like. Yeah, but you're not gonna be around when that happens. Who knows, man? Earth that's, is at capacity. Let's start kids no, smoking at age seven. <laughs> Let's get. <laughs> It's not at capacity. There is so much room on this planet still. Have you ever been to Montana? <laughs> There's a lot of wide open they space. They could have yeah. like like huge pens of of, of like people just stuck <laughs> in there. You know, they could just have them graze. And they just kind of like throw hamburgers all over them. Sure, they hamburgers and fries. And fries. All that stuff. Well, I don't know. I think it's just impressive that they they've um, that they've finally mapped this thing. And it's like, uh, weren't we talking about today about the 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 it's the it's the grandest song of the blah 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 weren't you oh yeah well that? no the Rocky Mountain News is trying to put in some really really vague terms and I think the uh, headline of the story was uh, uh, scientists struggle to explain the genome and they were putting it into terms of like uh, the the code has like as many characters that would have appear in like 30,000 uh, uh, copies of the New York Times um Sunday edition Basically or whatever. It's like a lot, a lot of information and stuff. Yeah. And then they started making some Pokemon analogies and like <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty. The Rocky Mountain News. Yeah. Yeah. To to the to the the map of the human genetic structure. Yeah. Pokemon the human genetic structure. Huh. That's about that's about right, don't you think? Yeah. There's probably uh, a lot of similarities, I imagine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Honky G's Basement Jamboree uh, live on some radio station somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, John Reedy, and uh, we're talking about the issues of the day and uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty on uh, just what's going on in the world and our uh, media... Planet Colob. <laughs> on our Planet, Planet Colob. Colob. Uh, no, not exactly, but um, <laughs> the other thing the other thing I want to talk about, this just happened today, and this is more, this is more like, you know, real like a hot bush button issue but i don't necessarily want to talk about that i need i want to talk about something else um the thing i'm talking about is they've uh they just uh passed the thing so the abortion protesters can't like camp out at doctors homes right oh, i thought they could no no they can't anymore 
Oh, they, I thought Inyart pushed that through. No, they can't do it. Just happened today, and they said they have to like keep moving at some, which they're gonna find a way around, yeah. of course. Right. But they just they basically said that they can't do that, and they have to let people out and all this different thing. So, I can't hear you. Um, so, so does that mean that now we're gonna get even more protesters, and these new protesters will be protesting the fact that abortion protesters are protesting doctors' houses, I thought about and they that. will now be at their houses. Now? I thought about that. I thought, <laughs> why don't why don't all these people go to their houses? And start protesting them, and that was my thing. You know what? I What's say, don't protest a thing. Go out and put your energies into adopting children that are uh, left behind Amen. by the state, and uh, let's channel your energies that way and be a little bit more of a positive force. You know what? It's going to happen whether you like it or not, and that's just the way America is. So you know what? If you want to be, if you want to be part of the solution, be part of the motherfucking solution. That's you all I got to say. Can't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, um, you can edit I, that I, out. I like your, I like your spunk. I like your ideas, but that wasn't my point. I was just, I just wanted to talk. Oh, about you were setting it up. Okay, let's get to the point. That's kind of loud. Uh, just, a, okay. just a tad. Sorry. Um, no, but my whole point was is. Uh, what about what's up with Abe Lincoln? You guys down with Abe I Lincoln? I saw Abe Lincoln the other day when I was uh, going to the library if, downtown. If the, if the if the listeners don't know, <laughs> Abe Lincoln is the uh, famous Denver abortion protester who dresses up as Abe Lincoln and how old is sign, Abe Lincoln? Carries a sign that says "Emancipate the Unborn." Yeah, that's great. How old is Abe? Really awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I used to see that guy and I used to see the guy downtown with no nose. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get a chance to see those guys. Anymore at all. You know, I, I need to start walking around a little more because that guy with no nose, you could see right up that guy's cranium. <laughs> I mean, it was disturbing. It like, was I, was, I was always worried like he's going to sneeze on me and like <laughs> he would just fly out. It, it was like the, uh, yeah, it was like, it's not, it's, oh, it's disgusting. Have you ever seen him before? The guy, with, no, I haven't oh, seen yeah, him. it's great. I've <laughs> seen some people without any chins around downtown <laughs> and literally like blown away or like mauled off by a dog. I don't oh, know how he became no. detached, but. Damn. That's yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple of those. It's kind of well, hard to look at. It's just strange that all those people end up as abortion protesters. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Why did they take Why? care of me earlier? Why are they all men? They're all men. Exactly. That's the thing. There was a thing they showed on the news. I was watching the news tonight, and they were talking about all the all the stuff that went down, and they showed like an anti-abortion thing, and it was all men, and this one guy looked like a wild man just he had he had anti-abortion signs and like pro-life and he was screaming and his eyes were bugging out and i mean hey man i know you're passionate about it but it was it was insane he looked like uh he looked like he looked like a real like upset version of um uh what's the guy's name the guy that throws the confetti a rip torn a rip taylor taylor gallagher no not gallagher he looked like a like a really ter- like a really insane version of a uh, Rip Taylor, if you can imagine. Really? Maybe that's oh, Rip yeah. Taylor's other life. It Maybe he's be. a Porsche protester. Except he didn't have a glittery suit on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason, the reason I knew it wasn't Rip Taylor. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. That, it was just a, it was just a topic because I wanted to talk about you know Abe Lincoln because I think I haven't seen him in a long time. No, I've seen it. I saw Abe Lincoln last week actually. I was really? sitting down having a little lunch in front of the library and he walked by. Sweet. But he looked like he was really young. That was the thing. I think no, he's probably, really no. no he's a, he's but he had like there. his shirt off and stuff. And he's an older like, guy. Really? Yeah. Maybe well, it was maybe it was an Abe Lincoln wannabe. Well, you know, Civil War is like eighteen sixty yeah, yeah. something, right? <laughs> so he's getting up there. Well, he's he's been fighting for the cause ever since, and I I can I can respect that. So, um, the only thing we should probably take a break here pretty quick. Um, 
The other thing I want to talk about is uh, James and I on the way over would discuss a little bit, but uh, um, our our favorite our favorite weekly periodical uh, Westward is releasing their best of Denver issue this week. All right, you guys know this is coming out. James said he got a look no, at I it. No, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah, real forgettable. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, like, the only Thai restaurant in town is going to win best Thai yeah. restaurant. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, some real obscure places are going to win something like you know best uh, linoleum flooring. Sure. You know, crap like that. You know, I drove by a store the other day. I should have wrote this down. This is perfect. And outside in their window, it says voted by or best of Westward voted for nothing or something like that. Oh, like, did it really? Yeah. Voted, not voted for best of anything. I think I've Denver. seen that in some places too. Yeah, it's downtown somewhere. Oh yeah, and it's great because it's like it's like it, it's either something obscure that uh, they love to uh, make little categories of their own to just kind of fit everything. Sure, because we were talking about best blue plastic container. You know, it's like who cares, man? Yeah. It's like it's it's such a worth worthless thing. And well, I was watching. And they'll put like a reader's choice it underneath. It stimulates that. the economy. <laughs> I mean, it, it just basically is another reason for all of us to trade our money with each other, right? It's it's an advertising issue, yeah. plain and simple. But I saw, um, you know, I saw Patty Calhoun on the on the WB Today Morning Show, which I'm a big fan of. Oh, dude, I watch that for traffic in the morning. Do you watch the WB? Well, what's her face? Kathy Storm? Not uh, Kathy Storm. No, no, the uh, the weather girl. Uh, freeze. Amy Freeze. Amy Freeze. Dude, I'm down with Amy Freeze. Oh, Kathy Storm is Amy But I Freeze. hate that, that retard, dude. That one guy that's always out in the field. Yes, that's the one. That's uh. the guy. He went out to all the places this week, and he was talking to the best of Westward people. And he was like, you know, he's like the crazy guy, and he freaks out. Yeah, I can do without him. But that plays well in the suburbs. You know what I mean? That, you like, see, I just do not get up dude, early enough in the morning. That show, oh, it's on early. That show rules over all the network stuff. Oh, it's, it's it so much It blows better. it away. Oh, yeah. It's so and, much better. And you know what's even going to be greater is, is I, I already think that Channel 2 News at 9 is the best. Mm-hmm. They're going to get competition starting in July from the Fox show that's yep. starting up. Dude, those are going to be the two news shows to watch in Denver. The regular ABC, NBC, are CBS are just horrible, and they're the same. Like, if you flip between them, you'd never even notice because no. they're covering the same stories at the same time, blah, blah, blah. They're, blah. Li- they're like KTCL and The Peak and uh, KPI. Oh, I probably shouldn't talk bad about those things, but I will. Um, that you, you can flip them on, and they'll be playing the same Creed song within yeah. 15 minutes yeah. of each other. I flip them off. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> but, uh, no, I love the WB Today morning show because they're, they're, they're light, they're cheerful, they get kind of crazy, they dance a little. They uh, dance. Yeah, they dance when the intro music's coming in. <laughs> oh, they're great. Man. Oh, dude, they actually laugh and they communicate laugh. and all that stuff's yep. on camera. It's not like like at the ten o'clock show or whatever, you know, like those people are trying to joke around like they're really kidding us into believing oh, that they stiff. know each other or their friends or anything. They're just morons reading off a piece of paper written by a moron. Oh yeah, they're totally stiff. I, I, I don't I don't watch the, the the network news, so um well we gotta take our break, like I said. Maybe we can come back to the Westward thing. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that, but you've been listening to Honky G's basement jamboree and we'll be right back. What really bugs me? Phonies. Amen. All right, we're back. <laughs> basement jamboree. James just entertained us with Mormon facts. What was that? What was Brigham Young's? Uh, uh, Brigham Young fathered uh, 57 children. The same number as Screaming Jay Hawkins. That's great. Stephen Jay. Scre- Stephen Jay. Screaming Jay Hawkins was a Mormon too. Oh no! Far oh, from okay. it. Yeah, far but from Brigham it, Young sure. never toured. Yeah, that's true. Brigham Young never toured. <laughs> Well, I guess he did. Yeah. He did, yeah. Dude, he, he went from like, uh, yeah, he toured the, uh, with a hand cart, as I believe. Did he really? Yeah. Him and about 
couple thousand other Mormons. That's great. Is is Carl Malone a, a Mormon? Um, I don't know. I'm just kidding. We know he's not. Okay. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back, kids. Let's let's take a step into um uh, into the uh, the movies and let's do a little 20 second film review, shall we? All right, let's get it on. Now, James, you ha- just had your cable turned off because you're moving, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Aaron doesn't have cable, so this might be a short trip. But I'm sure you might know <laughs> of all these uh, these films. Well, one that just came out, but I want to talk about it because I just know it'll suck, and I know some of our panel will think it's great, uh, but is uh, me, myself, and Irene. Oh, yeah. I think it could be uh, pretty funny, although uh, Jim Carrey is a little annoying at times. Jim Carrey is a lot annoying a lot okay, of Okay, yeah, he is. But uh, I've, uh, I've seen uh, previews of it. They've been pushing the hell out of it, and this is prior to my uh, cable being turned okay. off. I, I, got, I got all sorts of... Uh, me myself, Irene, like uh, free film. You you're inundated with lots of yeah yeah Weird. little, little uh, bits and pieces that they show on like uh, Can Ham and uh, Nickelodeon. Whatever. Well, I don't like the um, I just don't like. It's like okay, it is toilet humor, right? Yeah. Now nothing sure. nothing wrong with toilet humor. Love yeah. it. But it's like toilet humor, and it's supposedly elevated to such like a great status because it's Jim Carrey. And it's like it's just toilet humor, man. Well, and it's, he's he's well, got it's a family brothers. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, now I wasn't a big fan. Of There's something about Mary, but I really, I, but I, I wasn't a big fan. I saw it on a plane. And I didn't think it was very funny. I thought there were yeah. some parts that were funny, but I just saw it on cable. That's a funny movie. And it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's got some real funny stuff. Yeah. So I'm expecting more of the same. So I think it could possibly be a really really funny movie if you can just kind of. I bet. I don't like Renee Zellweger though. Wasn't she in to her? No, no. Yeah, yeah, she was. No, yeah. what, wait, wait. That, what was no, she? that's Joy Lauren Adams. Oh, okay. What's what, what she been in? I don't. She was in Jerry Maguire. She was in Jerry Maguire. Oh yeah, she's the she's the love interest. Yes, though, right? yes. And uh, she was in Empire Records. Your favorite movie, Aaron? <laughs> oh my Empire lord, Records. that's one of the worst movies I ever sat through. That is. <laughs> you know, the worst movie is. I think it had Empire Records beat. Is uh, Mission to Mars. I haven't seen Mission to Mars. It. Awful. Is it worse than Armageddon? Um, I never saw Armageddon, but um, don't. I, no, I bet it's worse. It could be worse. worse than Mobsters. Mobsters is Mobsters like, was bad. Mobsters was a horrible movie. I walked out of that. Uh, the Patriot starting. The Patriot. Now we talked about the Patriot last Brave, time. Braveheart in America. Yeah, that's what that's what Snyder called. He said Braveheart in America. Um, he's got a he's got a colonial accent instead of a bad Scottish one this time. <laughs> um, now now the whole thing about the Patriot is all the English people are all upset because Mel Gibson keeps doing these like supposedly anti-British movies. Who cares? Is this supposed yeah, to be who, who is an anti-British? Yeah, I know. James is it? <laughs> James, what do you think? Is it anti-British? You know what? It's history. That's what it is. It's it's history uh, revised and uh, and served up with a big heaping spool of, uh, spoon of sentiment yep. for uh, for parents. I know my parents are going to love that movie and parents across the nation are going to. Are they going to call to call to arms against the British after they see it? I, I doubt it. Oh, really? Darn. I doubt it. Uh, you know what? I, yeah. I, but I think they, uh, you know, traditionally Hollywood does the, does the you know, the older male with the younger woman, you know, like pick any Harrison Ford movie or anything like any, that. Any Michael Douglas movie? Any of those. Any, <laughs> any, you could throw a rock at the video store and hit one. Yep. But uh, this time we get Mel Gibson with his son or whatever. So we're, he's trying to bring <laughs> up like a new starring young man. Is it his real like, son? I don't know who it is, but uh, it's kind of like a oh, storyline. Yeah, it's kind of like, like he's uh, a, Mel Gibson kind of growing old now. Sure, because he said he said that uh, he was supposed to play something. He was supposed to play a role, and he told him that he was too old for it, and it was like kind of impressive because he was too old for it, you know. Yeah. But he actually admitted it. But um, 
Yeah, maybe it's kind of like a it's kind of like a uh, you know uh, a Greek a thing. He's like a pedagogue where he's bringing along the younger mans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just uh, yeah, showing them the way. And maybe they'll be at like Valley Forge, huddling close, <laughs> freezing. Oh, Matt, it is so cold here at Valley <laughs> Forge. <laughs> their, po- their ponytails are touching. Yeah, their ponytails are touching. <laughs> and their wood, their wooden teeth are clacking. Yeah, because uh, they would have wooden teeth because they were poor people. Because they were yeah. poor. There you go. Yep. You know what? I'm not seeing the Patriot. Did that make it? Did that thing about the wooden teeth make it on the last tape? I don't remember. What were we talking about that? I don't remember. I don't recall hearing about wooden mm. teeth. Okay, well, we're talking about movies um, and upcoming um, upcoming films because the 22nd film review is where we watch commercials and we review them based on the commercial because no one would uh, invite us to a screening. <laughs> um, the other movie, and I know this is going to be another favorite of Aaron's, is uh, Bruce Willis in The Kid. Are you down with The Kid? I grew up to be a loser. There you go. <laughs> yep, yep. Little fat kid with pudgy cheeks talking about that. Uh, James, do you know the film? Yeah, I've uh, seen the advertisement. Uh, and do you have your ticket already? Um, no. I won't be seeing that one. <laughs> Why not? Won't be seeing that one. You know, I only like Bruce Willis movies when there's a number involved in the title, really? usually. So. Sixth Sense, uh, Fifth Element. Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys, Die yeah. Hard 3. Those are all pretty good. <laughs> Die Hard 3. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that's Stapleton? Oh. No, that's the one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it. That's Die Hard 3. Samuel uh, J- Die Hard 2 is at I didn't catch that one. What about, did you guys see Shaft? No, no. did not. I heard it's total whitewash. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard it is too. Like, Shaft never has sex with a woman in the movie. No. Yeah. And he's Shaft's nephew. He's not actually Shaft. Yeah, yeah, I just read that. Which I don't think is cool either. I think no. they should have just done it an update, uh, you know, an updated version of it, but I guess he's Shaft's nephew. Yeah. But uh, I heard it's all right, but it's just not that oh, great. Oh, this isn't Richard Roundtree in it. He's in it, yeah. Yeah. He, they probably give him a little cameo. They do. Yeah. He's in it for like like a minute. Now, or so. wait, does Richard Roundtree have breast cancer? Oh, God, I have no idea. Well, I, heard, I, heard, I heard there's some big, you know, like I think male, I've got breast cancer. male breast cancer thing going on. I heard Richard Roundtree's like really? a spokesman or something. Oh, really? Uh, um, I, you know what? I, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Um, but I can't believe that Shaft would uh, succumb to breast cancer. So uh, I don't think you're, it's true. You're damn right. You're damn right. All I know is, hey, Isaac Hayes is uh, is like a big time Scientologist. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. Hey, he's how does like, hot buttered love fit into that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. But uh, somehow that's that's in the that's in the seventh tier of Scientology. I guess that's that's when you get to the hot buttered love stage, hot buttered soul stage. Um, well, you know what? When that whole uh, Scientology thing was going down in Boulder and the uh, computers were getting sco- mm-hmm. confiscated and stuff like that, found out like some of the information. Did I tell you about this? Some of the information came down that one of the big secrets of Scientology is that they believe a lot of the world's woes are the spirits of extraterrestrials that are still roaming the Earth. Yes. And that's what they believe. So that's what, like, uh, like bad vibes. You mean? Yeah, like, like bad, bad vibes. Bad cosmic like uh, alien ghost vibes. The reason that's for, for dog killing, for God killing puppies. Yeah, yeah. It's all about yeah. Well, I can dig bad vibes, but dead est- extraterrestrials, I can't. I can't. I don't know, man. That. Maybe that's maybe that's what we've interpreted demons to be or something. I don't know. It's fascinating. That is fascinating. It is fascinating. I can understand why why the likes of a uh, Kelly Preston and uh, Jay Travolta, <laughs> Jay Travolta. And those folks would uh, be interested in it. But you know what? I wouldn't pay money for that kind of uh, knowledge. No, hell no. And they do. And that's how you do it. You pay money to take classes in Scientology. Well, it's kind of like pyramid marketing, though. Isn't yeah, it? totally. Isn't it like you, you, know, you kind of father you these people underneath you yeah. in order to get a higher place in church or whatever? Sure. Yeah. 
that's all it is. But hey, at least you know, at least the Catholics, you know, you can you can give money, but you don't have to give them only a couple bucks at a time, you know. <laughs> and that's supposed to be to help the priests, you know, so the priests have something to eat. That's cool, I guess. Um, the uh, the scary movie, scary movie, horrible. What do you mean horrible? Oh, that looks terrible. Aaron, you know what the scary movie is? Yeah, is that the Scream ripoff or the? It's a scream. It's don't scream. drink your juice in the hood while yeah, we. It's a it's a it's a Wayne's brother uh, Wayne Br- Wayne's brothers. Spin. Oh, the Wayne's brothers are doing. Yes, yeah. Keenan Ivory actually is really the, is the director. See that I didn't know. See now, so, I mean, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Is a is a classic. Yeah, is a great, very good great film. movie. So I imagine that, you know, yeah, it's a spoof. It'll be all the jokes. There's like a Matrix spoof. There's all sorts of things like that. Yeah, there's some Blair Witch takeoff. Yeah, there's a Blair Witch thing. And then, like, there's Carmen Electra running at the beginning, getting chased by the guy, and her clothes are getting pulled off by various things. Dude, the only thing about good about Carmen Electra is her name. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, and her ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, her don't hot, forget her ass. ass. <laughs> That's really good. She was just on uh, Regis and Kathleen Live the other day. I caught uh, her on there. Yeah. She's good on Stern. He does a good interview with her. Yeah, she's she always talking there, about Be Real nailing her and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, she, got, yeah. she got with Be Real from Oh, Cypress dude, she was, she was like Be Real's girlfriend for like 10 years or something. Really? Like yeah, way oh, before she got famous. I didn't stuff. know that. Hmm. Well, then she moved over to Prince or somebody. And Dennis Rodman. And Rodman. Yeah. Oh, the wife of Rodman. The life of Rodman. The no, life of Rodman. They got married. I think that's you should. That'd be the thing. It's like I'm living like the life of Riley. <laughs> I'm living the life of Rodman. See, now, why don't they make a movie about that? What the life of Rodman? Yeah. Well, not necessarily the right the life, but maybe interview his bartender. You know, he travels with a bartender. And sure, sure. That's fairly interesting. Am Dennis I Rodman sure? travels with a bartender. Yeah, he always has a bartender with him. Are you? Are you serious? I want to get Dennis Rodman uncensored. I want to know what's going on. Well, uh, they did that on MTV a couple years no, ago. No, no, that was. I, I bet he's super boring, but I bet the bartender's got <laughs> some great stories. <laughs> I mean, come on, like a 35 year old guy getting his first tattoo and stuff? Yeah, true. Like, what? And, I mean, and, his, and his first nose ring? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, his children are starving in the ghetto somewhere? That's true. <laughs> um. The, as far as uh, as films coming out, um, there was another one, and I can't remember what it was, and I forgot to write it down. There's something else coming out. Was it Dinosaur? No, nah, Dinosaur has been out for a while. So. Yeah, Dinosaur looks pretty bad. Yeah, um, oh, the, you know what? That Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer movie. Yeah. Looks like it could be moderately tension-filled. You yeah, know? but you know what, though? it's you don't, Do you know what it is, Aaron? No. What, what lies beneath. What lies beneath, and what it is is uh, Harrison Ford is married to Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's lying beneath? She's lying <laughs> yeah. beneath Hell at yeah. some point. Um, she, uh, they, she starts seeing a ghost in their house, and it ends up being the ghost of a, of a girl that Harrison Ford had an affair with who killed herself. Uh, okay? Yeah. So now the, the thing is, is like I, I saw that, and I kind of went, wait. You know, I thought, That's, it's a lot like familiar. presumed innocent. No, and then I read a thing, and somebody summed up. They said, it's The Sixth Sense meets uh, Fatal Attraction. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, uh, God, that, that really makes it unwatchable. I don't yeah, really well, want to see it. You know, I've seen the, I've seen the extended preview. Uh, and that looked pretty good. It actually got got me interested in it. I just think that we've 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 ran the gamut of. You know uh, what? All you got to say is it can't be any worse than Wolf was. Wolf? Oh, Wolf. Michelle Pfeiffer and yeah. um, uh, Jack uh, Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, that's a horrible movie. No, but the whole the whole um, the whole thing of the ghosts and they have to do something for the ghosts to make it they make it right. You know what I mean? They have to they have to like burn sage in the house or they, something. No, they have to like they have to get the murder or whatever. Like okay, Sixth Sense was like that. Uh-huh. Great. Great movie, thought it was cool. Stir yeah. of Echoes had the same kind of plot. Did you see that? I didn't see. I, Great movie, no. really creepy. I actually thought it was real good. Really, but um, you know, I think we've just run the gamut of uh, of those those films. I think. Yeah. Um, speaking of running the gamut, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Can't yeah. stand him. 
can't can't hardly stand him. Can't hardly stand him. <laughs> he's the kiss of death, as far as I'm concerned, for a film. Yeah. He's in all these terrible teen movies. No, you know who else awful. is it? The, uh, the kid from American Pie. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's in so many fucking, t- or, or so many teenage sex comedies. That's the movie that he's in with Freddie Prince. Oh, is uh, Boys and Girls. Boys and Girls. I uh, wonder if they use the Blur song Boys and Girls in that movie. Probably not. I don't know, probably. They're using song two to sell, like, Nissans. And now, we're, we want to get into some commercials in a bit, but um, have you noticed in that with the song two from Blur and how they... Um, how they cut it wrong, so like it's not on the right beat. Yeah, it's all da 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 woohoo, but they go it goes da 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 woohoo, and it cuts in way too soon. Yeah. So if you're singing along at home, it just doesn't work. <laughs> you know. Um, well, I hate Freddie Prince Jr. I think he's I think he's just like he's got that dopey like he reminds me of Ross from Friends. But he's yeah. so hot, dude. And Jonathan Silverman. No, he's not. Well, he might be hot, but. Jonathan Silverman and Ross from Friends are my two other most hated male <laughs> actors. I hate those guys, and I don't want them to be in any more films. I think that's anti-Semitic of you there, it, Mr. What Reed. do you mean? Freddie Prince Jr.? No, no. You're talking about uh, Ross and... Uh, Ross and Jonathan Silverman? Yeah, what they're a, both Jewish. Yeah, but Freddie Prince Jr. isn't. I hate him, too. He could be. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> he's, he's Freddie Prince's uh, son, and Freddie Prince was like... Uh, he was Hispanic. Puerto Rican, I know. Was Freddie was Prince the guy that blew his head off from Chico and the Man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah, he's Puerto Rican, so... Yeah, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, an equal, I'm an equal opportunity actor hater. Yeah, as you should be. I hate them all. Uh, yeah, I don't, that, I don't know. The... Uh, the Freddie Prince thing that there's plenty of films coming out and um, I'm just not sure if uh, you know, any I, of them look very good the only thing I'm probably excited about seeing is X-Men and I know oh, I'm going to be horribly disappointed yeah. by it I know it's going to be crap I bet it's going to be good though no. I think I'm gonna. I want to go see it. I think it'll be pretty good. With uh, Patrick as Xavier, Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X. Yeah, um, I just wish there was like a bigger movie coming out this year. You know, other than the X Men, I guess next year we get uh, the next Star Wars movie, but it starts filming very soon. Yeah. So, um, Ewoks Revenge. Ewoks. Ewoks. Ewok Village 2000. Um. Okay, I'm done talking about movies because I don't. Got, I got nothing left about <laughs> movies. And uh, all right. Uh, but you know, I did want to talk about. Um, uh, you know the aggressive panhandling bill. Do you know about this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Just a, on the mall, right? Yeah, supposedly on the mall, and it's. But the thing is, is I've been watching the uh, the cable thing, the uh, like the they have the the C-SPAN type thing for local um, local issues and stuff. <laughs> And you can see the politicians squabbling over everything, right? <laughs> um, well, it, when this thing first came up, it um, it had a thing where they had this part tacked on where it was like, no aggressive panhandling at this time, and something else, and public fighting. And I thought, public fight? What does public fighting have to do? Of course public fighting is bad. Yeah. Why do you want to tack it on to this thing, you know? So they're equating it to people begging for change to uh, to public fighting, I guess. Yeah. But that didn't that, that didn't appear on the, on the final thing, uh-huh. so I don't really know if that made it on there. But just so you know, in case you're down there begging for change at any time, <laughs> well, just, just I mean, be aware. If, if Come on. If, I, as long as homeless people are hassling the uh, the Highlands Ranch people that drive into my city and take <laughs> up all the parking spots, don't pay any taxes for any of the fun we all provide for them. Sure. Then um, let let the bums rumble them. You know, <laughs> I mean, who cares? Um, yeah, I, I don't care. They don't bother me, man. You know, but um, 
I guess when you know you're walking down there, you're going to your Rockies game, and you've just got out. You of get here. bummed out when your children see poor people. Yeah, when your, your children have to <laughs> have to look at the unpleasantness <laughs> of the world. You know, that's, that's well, a little then, bit of a then stay, then stay home in your neighborhood <laughs> with no trees. You yeah. know. No trees and uh, and no people. And all the laying streets are named the same. And and no people laying in their own urine. Because I think that's a big <laughs> part of it too. All the urine. Dude, all the urine that's, that that's where all the great art and the great creativity always comes from. The people that sleep in their own urine. I agree. I agree. And and the thing is, is like living in a place, living in a city. Um, the reason why you get places like New York to be such creative places is because you have you have urine everywhere. You have people bugging you for change. And you're constantly having to fend that off, and it just it just gives you that uh, that 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 it fire. That s- it eye makes you strong. Tiger. It makes <laughs> you strong. Did you, did you just say it gives you the eye of the it tiger? Gives you the, I did say that. Yeah, <laughs> it gives you the eye of the tiger. And, and you know what? And you know what? There's not going to be there's not going to be any Highlands Ranch kids um, growing up and becoming these these uh, great Denver artisans or whatever. Well, hopefully, maybe in like 15 years, we'll get some revolutionary music out of there because of the the stale uh, banality of the whole place. You know, it'll it'll of, spawn some aggression. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, not in the Columbine way, but hopefully those kids will pick up uh, turntables and whatnot because you know. People don't play guitars anymore, do they? Nah, not last time I checked, they didn't. But yeah. I'm not really sure. But uh, well, I don't know. That's that's actually a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good tack to take. Um, you know, if they try to keep Denver like more of a Disneyland, I hey, you know, no one wants crime, nobody wants to get mugged. But if you try to keep it like you know, like like a Highlands Ranch type atmosphere, that just sucks, man. You don't you don't nobody wants to go down there. It's like when you go to a city. Uh, you expect a little bit of uh, of uh, uh, what's the word? Oh, whoops! Um, <laughs> a, a, not a version, but like some sort of uh, some sort of challenge. You know, you don't you expect to be just nice and clean. You want like you know you want to see maybe like a scary guy lurking in the corner. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> what being in a city. You want to see about. Abe Lincoln and the guy with no nose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want the guy with no nose and the guy that simulates uh, simulates fellatio, fellatio with his hand. Oh yeah. And he lives on Broadway to, some, uh, to see it. Yeah, yeah. Some friends of ours were just down out out on uh, on Sobro. <laughs> and, Sobro. Uh, they walked out of the bar and there's this guy just jerking off. I mean, like in the middle of the week, you know, like a Wednesday night or something. Like <laughs> well, you know, jerking off like across the way. No, dude, right out front of the bar. Really? What like, bar? In front uh, of the Hornet or something? No, no, just south of the Hornet. What's that cool bar? We had a uh, party Skylark, over there. Skylark. Skylark. Yeah. Jerking off right further. Somebody else I was just talking to, so they came out somewhere down there, and then across the street, someone was jerking off. Uh, but do you know the guy we're talking about? He walks down the street, and he'll go up to the windows like the Hornet, and he'll put his he'll go like that, <laughs> and I'm making the uh, the fellatio uh, uh, symbol in my mouth with the helmet poking <laughs> your cheek. Yeah, with the, with, with, your, yeah, with your tongue poking your cheek like the like the 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 uh, penis going on the other side. Have you, have you ever seen this guy? That guy's no. crazy. He's a oh, deaf mute. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, him. Yeah, he's a deaf mute, and he just goes around and looks in the window, and if you look at him, he'll start going like that. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome. It's he, so he does all his shopping at Walgreens down there next to the Mayan. Does no. he? Oh, it's, he's great. I was yeah, I used to see him outside the Mayan, and like maybe right maybe we should hook there. him up with the guy that goes to race scenes and talks to his lighter and does the glasses. That guy's awesome too. <laughs> Fry guy is what we call him. Fry guy. Fry guy. That's all he orders is fries and uh, and coffee, and coffee. Or like iced tea or something. And occasionally he gets like a bowl of ice cream. Nice. What happened to the fry guys from McDonald's? No, <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't there something I read about them being like a like a some sort of like there was like a like a theory about them being like a oh it was like a it was on that one Flash site where it was um, 
I don't know. It was like something where they were like they were they were doing the mythology of, of the McDonald's characters. Oh, the McDonald Land. Remember yeah. that? You oh, dude, that at Shift.com. Yeah, you showed Fantastic that. Fantastic documentary on the on the rise of McDonald's. And it was talking <laughs> about the, the characters and what they represented and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what, 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 did the, what, what did the Grimace? fry guys? What did the represent? fry guys represent? I think they were just kind of innocent victims for the hamburger to butcher. <laughs> <laughs> and the hamburger was what corporate America? Or no, he was he was he was the uh, he was like the the man on the street who had to steal. He had to steal from McDonald's because he couldn't afford or something. I like don't that. know. I don't you know, know what? what? You've got to be pretty desperate to want to steal McDonald's <laughs> food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, you know what? We're, we're, we're dragging on. Let's take a break. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be back with more uh, pop culture references and music and things like that. You're listening to Honky G's Basement Jamboree. Oh! Sweet jams on Honky G's basement jamboree. Uh, what rock is that you're playing? This is uh, Motorhead doing Overkill. Oh, is it? Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Um, did, I asked you during the break if you had anything you wanted to bring to the table. I don't know if you guys answered my question. Yeah, I, you know me? Any of, any of you guys. I just brought guys. Motorhead, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to the table. Thanks for bringing the Motorhead. You got it. Lemmy doesn't sleep, I hear. He doesn't sleep? Lemmy doesn't sleep. I guess Lemmy does so much, like, uh, speed that, like, he can't sleep. And if he stops doing speed, he'll die. I heard that, too. So uh, that's, uh, that's See, that's great, especially since the band's named after speed addicts, you know? Yeah, he's, he said that uh, doctor said, look, just keep doing what you're doing, because if, you di- if you don't, you will die. It was like Mr. Burns in that one uh, Simpsons episode where he said, like, uh, your body's in perfect balance with all the diseases it has, so don't take anything. <laughs> yeah. And he stuck the thing through his arm, and it was like it was like it was like just right through. There was no yeah. bone. Oh yeah. Um, I want to I want to play a little game called uh, Commercial Rain. It's a new it's a new feature I'm adding to the show. Oh, right. Spiral carpets uh, reference. <laughs> it's a little it's a little bit of a reference there. Exactly. Um, the problem is once again we're limited by our, our non cable uh, brethren. Hey man, <laughs> I got to be free. <laughs> Y'all can wear shackles if you want. Have you been watching TV at all? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I watch plenty of. He, he watches TV. Survivor. I know that. Uh, Although, really? you know, I didn't watch it tonight. It's been really bad. The second episode where they where they ate it. the beetle larva was really good, but after that, it seems like it's just the same show. I heard they've it's been really eating boring. rats and like yeah, they up s- in arms. They about ate some that. rats last week. I mean, whatever. Got to do what you got to do to survive, baby. Yeah, that's what the name of the game is. Uh. It's just a little hairy animal. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a road rules. Uh, I'm sorry, not road rules guy. What am I saying? Uh, dude, it comes out. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real world fan. Dude, you like That's third input, too. Yeah. Third <laughs> input. <laughs> What's third input? <laughs> What's third input? I've Come not on. seen third input. I don't know what that is. Well, dude, that's well, I, I know what a third input yeah, is. Dude, your chocolate stars penetrated. Yeah, Come I on. know, but I, I don't know what that has to do with the road rules. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. It just has to do with you being a <laughs> cis, dude. <laughs> that's what it has to do with chocolate stars penetrated. <laughs> when a chocolate star goes supernova. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Anyway, uh, commercial rain is uh, where we dissect the commercials um, and kind of get to the nitty-gritty of what... Uh, what they're really telling us, okay? All right. Um, the first, the first one I, that's been really bugging the hell out of me 
is the Wild Vines Raspberry Zinfandel commercial. <laughs> Throw that cell phone away. There you go. You know it. Okay, this commercial. I don't know this one. Okay, what it is <laughs> is it's for this really crappy uh, wine. It's a it's a Raspberry Zinfandel. Okay. Kind of like Manischewitz. Kind, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Probably way worse than Manischewitz. Like, like different kind of crappy. It's basically like upscale Boone's Farm is what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's got a nice uh, raspberry flavor for the people who aren't. Uh, oh, you, you drank know. it? No, well, oh. no, no, I didn't drink it. <laughs> I'm imagining what it would be and who it's marketed for. I imagine for. it tastes like hell. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, High school girlfriend weekend. It is. It is. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's marketed towards yuppies because what the commercial is, it has all these yuppies getting away for the weekend to this like uh, this like this little cottage somewhere by a lake. Getting away. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, it's so glad to be here. They're all dressed in their dockers and their yeah. Talbot's outfits. They're dressed in like their, their Friday casual wear. Yeah. And... Um, the one, the one woman's cell phone rings. Oh no, cell phone rings, and everyone starts looking at him. Excuse me. And um, the girl realizes it's her cell phone. So instead of answering it, she throws it in the lake. Like kind of. I'm like, just gonna throw a hundred dollars in the lake. Yeah, I'm, I'm playful. I'm gonna just throw this cell phone. You know, not even taking the microchip out. You know, so she can save all her stuff. <laughs> it shows how, like, you know, how, like, how, like, uh, uh, free she is from the shackles yeah. of her cell phone, right? Yeah. Just give her some more raspberry Zinfandel. Yeah, and they're they're sipping raspberry Zinfandel. Now the thing is, Aaron. Um, then they look it over the guy, and there's a guy at the lake, and he's hacking away on a, on a laptop, okay? Now, why you'd be up, like, okay, let's say you're getting away for the weekend. You know, you can't take, a, you know, a break and, you know, stop typing for 10 minutes and maybe just, like, have a glass of wine. I don't know. Sure. This guy's hacking away in his, in his laptop, and uh, everyone starts going, hey, come on, throw your laptop in, okay? Over the strains of Wild Vines, Raspberry I have not seen this one. Yeah. No, it's, it's the, it's the <laughs> it's end of the exactly commercial. It's exactly, what? It's the end See, of the commercial. And then, Corona's already already pioneered this end of the commercial. Those are yeah. those are good commercials. They are. They're those great. Are, this, is, this is a bad version of it. And then they look at the guy, and they're like, come on, come on. He goes, no, no. And then at the end, the, the laptop's sitting in the lake, and it says, you've got mail, like through the water. Uh, okay? It's really <laughs> dumb. It's really uh, dumb. Kind of like that Will Smith uh, movie when the virus gets uploaded to the alien ship. Yeah, pretty much. I you know, I, I don't know how that happened. But We're yeah. going to upload this virus. But my, my whole thing is, is okay, I don't care. I don't care how, like, maybe, like, bummed out you are at being, like, a, a yuppie and you're upset with your life. You're not going to throw a three $4,000 laptop in the damn lake. There's no way. A cell phone? And if you are, you're sure. not drinking fucking uh, raspberry Zinfandel. You're drinking like 18-year-old scotch Yeah, exactly. is what you're drinking. You wouldn't be drinking that crap if you could afford to throw away a, a $4,000 <laughs> laptop. It's outrageous. Yeah. Um, the other one is the Discovery.com commercials. Which one's that? Okay, they have like the one I'm talking about. It has all these people and they're dressed as mosquitoes. Have you seen this one? Oh wait, is no. it for the is it for the Discovery Channel? It's for Discovery.com. Those are gr- what? No, it's is it the Discovery they, Channel? And they though? have the, they have the guys. These guys go, they go buzz 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 buzz, and they land on the guy's hand. Okay, and it's a bi- it's a big fake hand, like a big fake hand with yeah fur yeah yeah. Hair. Well, have you seen the one where it's the fish and the uh, shark spell? It's the same it's same, the same Those are great commercials. They're really good, and those are very well done. And then the big, they talk about discovery.com, and then the guys have, they have straws and they're sucking blood, and then they're talking about how great discovery.com is. And also, the big hand comes flying by, and the one guy goes, buzz, 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 buzz. But the other guy doesn't make it, and you hear, ah, you hear this horrible scream, and he gets <laughs> smashed, and you see, like, a guy, like, he's like a, a mosquito. One, Aaron, because I think this is on a lot of, probably regular television. Uh, you're familiar with the Arsenio Hall 1-800-COLLECT commercials? Uh, yeah, he's sitting on the couch in San Francisco or something. Most of those uh, are like that. Okay, now the new one is, by the way, well, how are we doing on the tape? Did we go over? Um, we're recording on the back side. So okay, we're, okay, we're on the back side? Yeah, okay, cool. I don't know if we're over there yet, but we're pretty close. Okay, well, make sure you keep an eye on it because we don't, uh, you know, 
so we don't like lose, so we don't miss any of this hot talk. Well, we're going to be light a few seconds. It's going to happen. Okay, well, yeah. It sure. has happened. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> well, just maybe warn me. So if I have anything really hilarious to say, I can, li- I can like, save it, okay? Yeah. It's like saving my money shot for, like, the right time, okay? Um, okay, Arsenio Hall is now, okay, usually he's on the couch and he's in the fountain or whatever. Yeah. This one, have you seen this? He's little tiny guy on top of a phone booth. Okay. And, and there's a blonde woman with huge jugs comes up. Have you seen this one? Okay. A white woman? A white woman. Okay, a white, blonde, white, blonde, white woman with huge jugs. Uh, it's like on Venice Beach or something. She comes up, and Arsenio Hall is a little tiny man sitting on top of the phone booth, and he's talking to her about 1-800-COLLECT and all the other crap. Uh-huh. Okay, and she's like, oh, you're really cute, whatever. Now I'm thinking, why is Arsenio Hall all of a sudden a tiny little guy? And I thought, it's because she's a she's a blonde woman with big boobs, and they don't want like a, a large-sized black man to seem threatening, so they make him small, and they make him appear non-threatening. And it works because she's like, oh, he's non-threatening, all right. Oh, no, no. Arsenio <laughs> Hall's already a non-threatening black man. That's 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 agreed, I think, with everyone in this room, correct? <laughs> yeah. But the whole thing is, is before he was dealing with, like, you know, white teenage kids and stuff like that. But now he's dealing well, yeah, with I don't understand. Like, she was dealing with, like, two teenage girls in the Chicago one. Sure, but but you know what? We don't ever think, like, you know, they, they were kind of like silly little girls. But now we've got a grown woman coming up, yeah. okay? Now, we can't have Arsenio Hall hanging out. Now, this is what I'm just saying. This is, like, from the ad maker's point of view they're thinking uh-huh. this has to play in in like um you know in texas okay yeah we don't want to have it seem like arsenio hall might be like thinking this uh blonde white woman is like you know maybe for him so they make him tiny and non and non-threatening and it's it's very like it's very suspicious because all of a sudden he's tiny he wasn't tiny before he wasn't tiny before i can't wait till they uh shrink down david arquette to talk to some sisters you know what I'm let's hope about? they shrink david arquette down <laughs> to where we can't even hear him okay Let's hope they shrink <laughs> down and somehow he gets like uh, uh, swept up in a uh, in a wet dry vac. Yeah. Now he sucks. I hope Tom Green's with him. David Arquette. Yeah. David Arquette's horrible. Can't stand him. Although I do like the commercial where the kid goes, "Come back, ATT man." That kid. Wait, that's the, he's the one that's married to Courtney Cox. Yes. Um, and you said Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green's doing deodorant commercials now. Uh, Did you see that? That's Tom what. Green. That's, no, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, hey, I understand. You know what, Tom Green. I don't understand how Tom Green's going out with Drew Barrymore. That's um, what I don't understand. I just, I just think that he's, uh, he's just trying to cash in as fast as possible because he knows oh, that yeah. what he does isn't gonna, isn't gonna play forever. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? Which I'm he's cool got, with. He's got a few months left or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I, hey, you know what? If he signs a right guard, it's, it's right guard extreme deodorant, you know. And he kind of does a Tom Green-esque thing. You He's kind of yelling at people and jumping out from he, behind libraries. No, he releases tigers yeah, to he, Muscle Beach guys. In, in a cage where they're, where they're working out, like in a workout yard. Dude, why doesn't he do like a commercial for Silly Putty and put one of those eggs in his ball sack or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tom Green should be doing. That's what Tom Green should do. You can't see that on NBC. Hey, you know what? If, if you're willing to pay Tom Green probably thirty grand to film that spot, I'm sure, sure. he'd probably do it. I'm sure he. I'm sure he'd be all over it. Um, uh, the other one is the. Uh, I call it the Taco Bell dicks. The Taco Bell commercial where all the, the guys Enchirito are the harmonizing. Oh. oh, dude, that is such on the bandwagon of what's up. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so awful. And you know what? It was on. It was mildly the, amusing the first time. I just can't take it after that. I it was dead. on like five times in an hour the other night and i was just going no i was like that <laughs> dude that means you're watching too much tv <laughs> i was yo. watching one show i was watching one show and it was on 
<laughs> it was just uh, it was on every commercial. Was break. it the real world, John? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it might have yeah. been. <laughs> it was MTV for sure. I just know what I look at is it's definitely cashing in on the what's up thing. I mean, I'm sorry, totally. the what's up thing. Totally. I uh, I could do it more, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stoop to that level. I could deal without that. That I, must have like no, 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 gained, no. that must have gained a toehold when I uh, when I was away. It gained a toehold a while ago. But listen, I don't mind the commercials. I don't. I, hate, I don't like the phrase. I hate the people doing it. Uh, yeah, like people on the street. But it's funny, man. It's it's a the it's, commercials it's a great. Commercial. The commercials fine. But I went to um, it was oh god, I, I went to Sushi Den like maybe about like a month, maybe about a month ago maybe. Uh-huh. And uh, I was I was talking about. It. I said, you know what? I, I go. I bet we'll hear someone go wasabi oh, in the yeah. thing. Fucking sure enough, like we weren't even in there five minutes, and I heard someone go, "Wasabi," and I was just like, "God, stop!" <laughs> Dude, and I remember that being like funny. a little, kind of like an inside joke for like the last ten years of my sure. life. I mean, we've all been like, "Hey, wasabi is like a great greeting," and just sure. saying that out with, with your friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, those guys would hey, never think of that. On their hey, own. thumbs up to Budweiser for for doing the commercial because I think it's I think it's humorous, but thumbs down to the people on the street doing oh, it because sure. they just they just <laughs> oh they make it. It's that's basically show me the money of the early 21st True. century yeah. is what it is oh it's terrible and that guy was on stern and he was just saying yeah it's kind of you know it's all right when people come up and say it but after a while it's kind of old you know and like, yeah. people come up and saying it to him which i could imagine oh, but you know oh, you, you yeah. couldn't get sick of that you know god forbid yeah. so yeah. um mitsubishi gallant i'm better than you are you know this one I don't know about that one. No, this goes along the line of the Raspberry Zinfandel or any other like uh, the, the Dodge different. Yeah, like any of the like any of the ones where like they try to like say like you know, um, remind people what we're talking about. Is that what, I can't read it from over there. Is that what it says? <laughs> Is that what it says? The Dodge commercial. No. Sorry, what are we doing? Well, what I'm what I'm doing right now is I'm reminding our listeners that we're talking about commercials. And uh, this is a, a, a section we call Commercial Rain on Honky G's Basement Jamboree. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. But now I'm talking about um, I'm talking about uh, this Mitsubishi commercial. And the guy goes like something like, you know, yeah, you're a cool guy and all, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end he goes, but uh, you're thinking, I'm better than you are. That one, have you seen this? Um, it sounds vaguely It's You've yeah, probably possibly. seen it. Yeah. But that's more of uh, what I... Uh, I in in the in my writings, let's say I won't mention in what where I wrote this because Aaron doesn't want to mention it at all. That's why I need to do it. What? what what are you talking about? In my writings, I'm a writer. In, in <laughs> where I, you could find his yeah, writing, I'm, I'm pretty literate too, yo. <laughs> and, and where I've written this before, I, I termed it uh, asshole advertising. Dude, there are profanities all over this tape. <laughs> at this point, I don't fucking care because you know what? We can just edit it out. And if it's you know. If anyone's gotten this far in the tape, then that means they're really interested and they'll look beyond the profanity. Indeed. But we shouldn't get in the habit of it, okay? But anyway, no, asshole advertising. You can say asshole. Yeah. I think. Anyway. We'll, we'll, let's call it butthole advertising. <laughs> or butthole. No, it doesn't rhyme with advertising. Yeah, it's asshole true. advertising. But um, asshole advertising is when... We call it butthole bad-vertising. Bad-vertising? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what they do is they appeal to people's bad nature by, um, yeah. by like, you know, trying to, like, uh, they sell them a product by kind of saying, yeah, it's okay to be an asshole, you know? Like the Bud Light commercials where they, they like, you know, the guy electrocutes his roommate to get the last Bud Light, you know? Stuff yeah. you shouldn't be doing, you know? You shouldn't yeah. be electrocuting people to get beer. Even in the context of a commercial. Even in the context of a commercial, because all it does is reinforce uh, bad behavior. Yeah. Mitsubishi Galant, I'm Better Than You Are, is a uh, is a uh, asshole advertising uh, commercial. Uh-huh. And uh, 
it's just like the um uh, any one of those like they have all the fucking SUV <laughs> all the SUV ones all the SUV ones always have like you know somebody like acting like a maniac because they can because they own this huge thing right yeah. um that's all I was talking about with the Mitsubishi Galan. But if you haven't seen it, then, you know, Jesus, we'll never, well, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Sorry. Well, hopefully our listeners will uh, be uh, total TV drones. I can, I can like, express like my, I oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> I can express my hatred for the Dodge different commercial, if that if that's worth are it. You, now, are you talking about the guy that, with the guy that was the, the vampire on uh, the Lost Boys? That guy, those Dodge different ones? Uh, yeah, what, yeah. Alex the, guy Winter? That, the guy that looks like that. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay. That rich politician that was in yeah, Forbes. Yeah. Yeah, he, looks like, he looks Forbes. like Alf's dad. Yeah, those. Um, the dad on Alf. He does. He, he's a bigger version. Of yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those commercials are <laughs> terrible. The other ones were like they're talking about like a real fancy food, and then they say like they lo- lay a big steak on the grill, and it says Dodge Different. I'm like, well, what's different than a steak, man? Yeah. Everybody eats steak, you know. Dude, the Dodge Different is, is really the Sholo of the early 2000s here. I mean, it's one of those things where. They're trying to make you feel good about doing something normal like everybody else is doing, but sure. by playing it off on the, the rebel tip, when really it's not. It's not at all. What's so different about eating a steak, man? I mean, I could go eat and a steak right now. And not only that, I mean, uh, Apple should be suing them for stealing their ad kit. Yeah. yeah. Think different is really just on the tip of different. I mean, it's just oh, it's horrible. Well, it's it's a part of the whole thing of where, um, where they basically take an existing... Uh, they take an existing uh, slogan that's successful, dumb it down a bit, and then make it uh, make it accessible to the morons. You know, works for me. I don't know. How's yeah. that tape doing? Is it all right? Yeah, we're okay. Okay. Um, I, I'd like to talk about a little music first on Hunky G's Basement Jamboree. I know uh, James uh, liked talking about music last time when we talked about the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> oh, who yeah. have broken up, oh. by the way, finally. Uh, about, oh, they broke up? About yep. damn time. Yeah, it's official. It's official. Uh, now we have to suffer through. We have to suffer through the um, <laughs> through the, <laughs> through the stories of the breakup. Oh, well, God. and his and his solo career, you know. So we so already had to go what's, through. What's the difference? Well, we already. Yeah, <laughs> but it, is, yeah. it was pretty much a solo career. What was he called? The uh, uh, the incredible one man band. Yeah, that's what his, his slogan like was. That. No, I want to talk about Santana. Now Santana, okay, Santana finally got his props after you know thirty some years of playing. He got a Grammy, which you know, uh, give or take. I mean, obviously, I don't think much of the Grammy. I don't. I don't think anyone here does. It's, it's kind of useless. But in the public's eyes, it's kind of finally saying, hey, look, you know, we we are. We're respecting your uh, your achievements, but the problem is two problems. Is it mainly was because of that song "Smooth" and it had the other that jerk from Matchbox Twenty in it, right? Rob Thomas. Rob uh, Thomas. Santana stuff. Yeah, and that's still one of the only reasons why uh, it got so much attention is because Santana, after putting out album after album, got a bunch of white boys to sing on his record, and then it was it well, was he okay. got that. No, they've got the Maria Maria song, which is. Hitting the whole kind of uh, is it is it on that album? Yeah, it's that's he's, is he's it get, him singing? He's getting the black boys too. If you want to put it in there. Hey, that's cool. Does he does he have a does he have like DMX on there or like Jay Z? <laughs> I mean, well, how did he? I don't know. I think it's it might be one of the Wu Tangers or not? No, no, no. Or the 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 Fugees. Oh, Wycliffe Jean? Maybe something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Rob Thomas and Matchbox Twenty. You. That's our, all I gotta our say. Our producer's telling me that Carlos never sang, which I can. I guess I. I guess I. I no, guess no, I knew. No, he doesn't sing. He just plays a guitar. Yeah, but ever. But I mean, I. I guess I kind of. I guess I figured that. But, but he always had like you know somebody that was in the vein of the band singing. Yeah. You know, 
but not like the guy from Matchbox 20. Yeah, just totally. a, who's just a just an idiot. You know, I hate yeah. that band. Um, but no, my, but my biggest problem, and this has not been pointed out by anyone, is that song "Smooth." The guitar lick is Dio's "Rainbow in the Dark." I told you that the first time I heard I, it. No, I heard it. I, I heard told it. No you way. that the first time I you heard it. You are such a liar. John. No way. I heard no it. No way, John. That was like my total joke like a year ago. James, that song was out longer than that. And I told I told Ron that when I was working. I said, Dude, Listen I to said this song. Rainbow I said, in the Dark. I said, this sounds like Rainbow uh, in the Dark. I, you, I, I came up with this on my own. I swear <laughs> to God. Okay. I don't even know if I've ever really heard that song. Man. It starts out and it goes... And it has like a, a lick that sounds exactly like it's Dio's Rainbow in the Dark. If you like, heard it, it sounds like he's sampling it with his guitar. Is yeah. what it sounds like, and no one ever pointed that out. And I thought, I thought, well, except for James, obviously. I guess James did, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe James whispered in my ear one night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, I, no. But I'm talking about like it like, does sound like Rainbow. In like the no dark one, like the, no one, like the like you know the, the press, no one, like the the you know MTV, no one, like the VH1. Nobody knows Rainbow in the Dark. <laughs> they <dude>. do, man. <laughs> and if they, and if they do, they're such pussies. They would never claim oh, to know it anyway. <laughs> Everyone in this room kn- knew what Rainbow in the Dark was. Correct. Correct. Holy yeah. Diver, dude. Holy Diver, going down for the very last time. <laughs> so sweet. Dio's Dio's bad, and I think Dio needs a he needs a a royalty check. Yeah, I, that really Santana that really bothered definitely me. Definitely owns Ronnie James Dio as a, a check for that one. It really bothered me, and uh, I just never heard it mentioned. You know, so um, and now I know this is a favorite of James's uh, Nine Inch Nails. The Nine Inch Nails video for uh, Star uh, Suckers. Star Suckers. I believe this is the cleaned up version of it. Um, I love the way they stick it to uh, Courtney Love and some of the other people on that. Really? He sticks it to Courtney Love? Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, what's the difference? He's he's the same thing. No, he's got Marilyn Manson on his side sticking it to uh, Courtney Love, too. Um, Trent Reznor isn't as bad as Courtney Love, but I see your point in that he probably is. Um, he's up there with her. Well, I mean, she's just, he's just one of the people that she fucked over to get where she is, you know, pretty much. And likes and she likes to make a point of it every now and then, playfully, in her little warped sure. way. Sure. Oh, um, so it was just uh, him giving her her come the up. Gr- the her. greatest trick is that that guy gets people into, you know, these little wars in the pop culture world of... Really, who cares? Like, yeah, so I many, like, agree teenagers with you. that don't even know their own mother, and they know Courtney Love <laughs> sucked somebody's <laughs> dick twelve years ago. I mean, it's such a joke. Talk about it Alan's is ranch, dude. Oh, That's sure. it right there. Well, for the for the video's sake, if you don't know what the video is, it's it's Star Suckers, which is really Star oh, Fuckers. Oh, we're, come on, we're not supposed to swear. Oh, come on, we've been swearing anyway. all night. Yeah, but he changed it for MTV. He specifically changed it or and radio play, so it says Star Suckers. He even recorded a new chorus for it, right? Um, which he never said I want to really? suck you uh-huh. like. He never said I, I want to suck you like an animal. Yeah, no, he, they, they just bleeped that out. Which yeah. I don't understand why they did that. I think he just would have bleeped out because you know what? That sells more records. If it's bleeped out, people go ooh, ooh you know. Ooh, I wonder what the word is. Yeah, I wonder rhymes what they're with, bleeping out. Yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, one, it's a, it's a terrible song. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Terrible song. Sounds like sounds like warmed over ministry from like uh, you know 1990, right? Yeah. And there's a Carly Simon breakdown in it. 
What? I didn't notice a Carly Simon breakdown. There's a part. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think the song's about you. Yeah, because he yeah. starts singing something that sounds similar to that, and then later on when he sings it again, he goes, you probably think the song is about you, don't you? And it, and it kicks in like in the ministry part again, okay? And it's just awful, man. It's just terrible. And then I'll agree he does take it to like someone like Courtney Love, but you know what? She's an easy target, and why? Why hasn't? Why hasn't he? Why didn't he do it a long time ago? You know? Yeah, I guess I don't know, cause cause he didn't have a record to put out a long time ago. Why didn't he show Courtney Love like um, with a shotgun blowing uh, some guy's head off, some blonde-haired guy's head off? <laughs> or, or why doesn't Billy Corgan come out outright and be like, "Hey, man, I wrote that last record," you know? Yeah, why doesn't? Why don't you know what? Oh, the, the, the celebrity skin. Uh, what, I don't know what. You it's know called. what? Um, <laughs> whatever the, the second album, the second whole, the, the third album, the actually. sophomore slump, dude. The the, th- the third oh, whole like, album the, actually. The record, the the Billy Corgan wrote the record after Kurt Cobain wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. If you listen, did we talk about this on the air? I don't think we just we just mentioned it. If you like listen to that that whole album, the one that was real big, and if you like put Kurt Cobain's voice, if you th- oh, if yeah. you listen to the words and put maybe his voice to it, it sounds exactly like something he he wrote. Oh yeah. I mean? There's no doubt that Kurt Cobain wrote a lot a, a, a majority of the the songs on uh on uh, live through this, and in fact, I've got it in my CD player. You're not listening to that. Oh. It fires me up, man. Oh. It totally yeah, fires he's me got, up. Hey, he's got a whole CD on him right now. He was listening to it. <laughs> what? Of HOLE? Yeah. Right there. Uh. Second album. Holy cow. Oh, Holy cow, indeed. No, you know what? It fires me up, you're though. Gonna, you're going to confuse people if you talk, call it the second album. Yeah, it fires me up, too. Yeah, yo, no, it is the second. I album, know it actually. is, but you're gonna confuse people because people think that's the first album because they think no, the first album was pretty on the inside, man. The one with the uh, doll parts and the doll parts. Yeah, that's the second album. The third one, Celebrity Skin, and then there's uh, my my body, the hand grenade, which is unreleased material. But we, I digress. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe he knows that much about her. I know so much useless music stuff. You know that. Yeah, I do know that. Um. Well, I, you know what, Courtney Love, she can eat a big one for me. You know right. what, I, 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 I can slag her off, but if I ever met her, you know, I just have to, I would have to present myself and be polite, and, and like anybody else I come across until I like knew how she functioned. I wouldn't shake her hand if she put it out. Um, I probably wouldn't shake her hand. I don't know. I don't I'd know. spit in my hand and shake it. Uh, <laughs> stink, the stink palm. Oh, I'd give her the stink, stink finger. Uh. Yeah, I'd, I would cut my balls after I'd been like uh, out, out in the sun all day. Dude, if she was on fire, I wouldn't cross the street to dump a bucket of my urine on her. Yeah. yeah. I would, um, and deservedly so. I would probably cut my balls and, d- and diddle my fingers in my anus, and then I would shake her hand. That's what I would do. Okay. And on that note, yeah, this is this is the great. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up so we can all uh, get on out of here. Um, right on. Oh, any any closing comments? Any uh, 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 suggestions? Um, you know, any, just, any condemnations? I just like to say that uh, Gay Pride Week was his last weekend. <laughs> yeah. And I really would like to uh, have a shame float in the next Gay Pride parade. And what would you do on that shame float? I would represent things that uh, just. That are associated with gay people that have nothing to do with me, like mustaches and disco and the abrasive. Getting married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, tight, and tight little shorts. Tight little buttless shorts. Chaps, buttless chaps and diva dumb and being a bitch. <laughs> the village people. Yeah. And yep. hanging out at Dietrich's. Things that I have nothing to deal with. Riding and, and a sport bike, Honda right, Contractors. Yeah. 
fl- uh, you know, flying my rainbow. You know, I don't do that. And so, uh, as as a as a gay man in Denver, you're not down with the. Um, I'm the so not down. You know what? And and this uh, this year's theme was we are family. Oh, oh yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> did they it's play like, that you know song? Did they oh, play yeah. that Sister Sledge song? Oh, I'm sure they did. And you know what? The thing is, I think we should have a moratorium on gay pride parades because you know we've had what 25 years plus of them. It's like you know what. Sucking dick's fun. We get the picture. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough. Um, what? I, I don't think. I don't. Th- yeah. You can't just leave it that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Gay pride parades aren't going anywhere. Whether yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah. I, and I know? don't. Um, I know you're not going to march in any. But yeah. um, let's say someday, James, you, you meet a nice man's, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he says, you know, he's like a cool guy. He's into all the stuff that you're into. But he says, well, look, you know. I'm get you. Know, I'm gonna march in next year's this year's parade, and I want you right alongside me, my love. Oh yeah. What are you gonna do? We're gonna have it. We're gonna sit down and have a long time. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a load. What are you gonna tell him? I'm gonna tell him that's not what I'm a part of. But he's he. You know what? I imagine if it ever gets to that point, he'll probably know that straight away. So I can dig it. But um, let's say he has a certain. Uh, let's say uh, he has a. You know, he has a representation of of gayness that you like. And uh, he's willing to put that forth with you at his side. Are you going to march in the parade? Uh, are you, are you going to wear the ribbon, James? No, That's I, what we want to know. I won't wear the ribbon. <laughs> I won't wear a rainbow, okay? Yeah. I think you're going to wear a rainbow wig and, and march <laughs> at next year's parade. I'll wear a John 316 shirt, too, when I do. I'm going to I'm gonna put on a rainbow wig and jog naked in the uh, next uh, gay pride parade. <laughs> You'll be real popular. And say, come and get it, ladies. <laughs> and that's all. I'm just gonna yell that top of my lungs all down Colfax. <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, Aaron, do you have any anything to add? Because uh, no. we can wrap this uh, shit dig up. I just want to hear the beginning of this song as as the outro. So whenever you're ready, I'm, I'm ready. ready. Take all it right. out. Thanks for listening to the the Honky G uh, Basement Jamboree. Uh, I've been uh, your host, John Reedy. I want to thank uh, James Sharp. Thank you, guys. Aaron McCoolich and uh, our, our wonderful producer, Peter Provost. PGP in the house. Tune in next time and for uh, more uh, hot talk. <laughs> Check this guitar lick out, though, dude. This is Albini in like 85-ish. Get 84. it. Get it. Sweet, dude.